the Platinum hey, Queen. I mean, am I proud to say I made a burrito jump up and down? No, not in the slightest. <laughs> you know, a concert that sounds fantastic. <laughs> hey, Grandad Spanky. <laughs> uh, back in my day, a young reference. <laughs> <laughs> and I got to the end, I was like, why is it not popped? And then I looked it up and I was like, for fuck's sake. Um, I am wet because I because it's sort of stormy <laughs> right now. Oh, this is what happens when I when I record with ass. I can just see myself turning to just like fucking Avengers Infinity War. And after that, I'm never touching a Crash Bandicoot game ever again. Until Crash Fire comes. No, I refuse. <laughs> I absolutely refuse. <laughs> I could try to platinum that, but I may go bold and grey. Okay, the, the big question I have to ask, Adrian, is mm. have you bought a game just because you knew the platinum was really, really easy? Oh, God. I'm calling her out. Um, so then that's how Adrian's Revenge started. Hello, and welcome to Victory Achieved Podcast. You may have realised this is not a cold opening like we normally do. That is because we have got a special guest with us today, and that person is Adrian's Revenge. Hello, Hi, Adrian. guys. The Platinum Hi, Queen. <laughs> the Trophy Hunter. Thank you for having me. It is you're very welcome. Yeah, you're very well happy you're here. Are you, how are you doing? Yeah, yeah, not too bad. How are you guys been? Uh, I am wet because I because it's sort of stormy <laughs> right now, and I usually what I do is if I go to work, you know, in the morning it's quite toasty, or, sorry, not quite chilly rather. So I go in my big coat, and then when I come back, check the dog at lunchtime. If it's too warm during the day, I'm like, you know what, I'll leave my coat at home. So I did that because it was quite sunny outside, and then the heavens opened up on the way home, which was fucking awful. <laughs> that literally the happened point, when we when you were walking back after London. It poured on you as well. <laughs> it, it literally, I and what made it worse was there was no buses because they were being Sunday arseholes. So I walked for an hour and a half in the rain. And I will say it was actually quite glorious. It was actually a nice walk. Your Snapchat said otherwise. You sent me a Snapchat saying, <laughs> I'm wet. <laughs> a, a bit moist. <laughs> Come on to say, Brandon, that just because we've got a lady on the show today, you probably shouldn't open with the words, I'm wet. <laughs> I know, that's what <laughs> I'm for. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, let, let's bring this round. Let's bring this round. So, so today, today, the main topic uh, is gonna. We're gonna talk about uh, trophy hunting, achievement hunting, yada yada. Um, and because Adrian is a self-confessed trophy hunter collector, that, that seemed like a good thing to talk about. So that, that's what we're gonna do. But before we get around to that, we have a few games to talk about. So I think we should do that. Shall let's we go for that? it. Yeah, let's do that. So last time we said we're gonna talk about Lies of P. Thankfully for me, uh, a couple of weeks was enough time for me to beat the game. So I've got plenty to say about this game, but I'm interested to see what you think about it, Brandon. So you want to take it away, sir? Yeah, so so far I am on Chapter 8 in the Barren Swamp. Um, I'm going to say this absolutely straight to the point. If I was to make a tier list of every single Soulsborne game, you know, including the FromSoft games, including like the Neo games and everything I played, Liza P is probably in my top three. It's fucking incredible. It's um, the best way I can describe it. It is pretty much a love letter to both the Pinocchio story and from software themselves. Like they have taken a lot of inspiration from all those, all of the FromSoft games. Like they've got the Sekiro parry, parry mechanic. 
They've got the Bloodborne sort of regen your health mechanic. They've got, you know, they've, they've taken so many different aspects of all the different Soulsborne games out there and sort of merged it into an absolute masterclass of a game. The boss fights are absolutely no problem with all the boss fights. You know, you, you, as you fight them, you start to learn them. The actual world gen, like the world gen and atmosphere is amazing. It's very dark, very like atmospheric. You know, the music itself is quite nice. The storytelling is very straight to the, like quite forwards. But you'll probably agree with me this for probably the only downside I can think of for Liza P, and that's the linearity. There's not yes, really... Yes and no. Um, yeah, there's I, not really any way you can sort of branch off and do side things. Like, it's all just... It is literally like a story. It's just... You just follow through and you get there. There's not really like any optional errors because you've got... When I say optional errors, there's not like any totally optional errors, if you know what I mean, like compared to um, Elden Ring, Dark Souls, Bloodborne. There's plenty of little offshoots and there's... there's yeah, yeah. Even though like the main path is always linear, I kind of like that in two ways. Because one, it means you can't get lost, and getting lost is never fun. And because all the areas sort of like loop around, um, ev- I, I, you can find everything really. If you oh yeah, absolutely, with, yeah. With like minimal exploration. Yes. I mean, don't get me wrong. There are secrets everywhere, and uh, some points you have to be really observant with. Like uh, some bits I've completely missed until I might revisit them later. There's a there's a load of side quests as well, so you do like revisit areas from time to time. Uh, the side quests are really really cool. What I love is um, if there's a side quest or something you can turn into someone on the fast travel bit. There's a little portrait on like an area to say look there's something to do here go and do it yeah that is so helpful it's so really so helpful, helpful. <laughs> yeah and um, this is something i did when I, I was playing this game so well into the night like pretty much every night because i just wanted to make progress but every time i went well i should probably wrap up now it's like oh no i've got a little map marker saying i've got to go here so you do that and then it's just like a breadcrumb trail <laughs> you just keep going and going and going so it's like the next thing you know it's like three in the morning which mm. um true story bro <laughs> you'll probably agree with this as well but possibly one of the most interesting mechanics of the game is its weapon customizability. Honestly, didn't use it all that much. I found a few weapons I liked and just sort of stuck with them. Yeah, I'm uh, literally I'm I'm a, the same. Like I've literally stuck with like maybe three weapons so far. I can see how, you know, say for example, there's 20 weapons in the game, you've got 20 weapons and 20 different handles. That's a lot of different combinations you can have. Yeah, I'm mostly stuck with so I started with what they call like the path of the bastard, which is like a uh, like the dex build essentially. Uh, so I started off with a fast rapier. Then later on, I sort of found a fire axe, and I quite like using that because it's like a more of a heavy swing. Then and then I've got like two boss weapons, which like scaled up with like different um, materials. You know, like titanite or twinkling titanite. It's like, oh, well, there's no reason why I can't have this and this as well. Mm, that's what I was doing. So I used one which was like an essentially an umbrella, um, another rapier. And then uh, later on, I got a weapon called the Puppet Ripper, which is basically a scythe. And I was like, I really like this. It kind of reminds me of like, in video games. It, the moveset kind of reminds me of the uh, the two-handed axe from Bloodborne. And I was like, yeah, I like this one. So that's what I use for like the end game. Yeah, I, uh, I went with the Booster Glaive, and then I went to Andreas's spear, and then it went to Romeo's scythe so far from what I've been using. I've seen like a speed in this game already, and they do tend to use a Booster Glaive. So that might objectively be the best weapon. It, honestly, because its range is amazing and its moveset is fast, apart from its power swing, which is very slow. But yeah, I I'm ab- I absolutely adore the game to bits. I'm having yep. such a wild time with it. I find it's very rewarding because even though it's linear, it's in like um, for the first half of the game at least. Like ev- by, after like every sort of checkpoint, like boss fight, the game rewards you with like something new, like a new mechanic, and they just kept coming. But they were hmm. all good things. Like first, it was like a sort of um. 
like a grindstone thing and then you could have like elements attached to it so but these are like reusable ones so like i don't know just like having the um like the ashes and whatnot from the dark souls games like you can just use them like several times over like every time you rest which was lovely um absolutely you've got uh, another thing called a wish stone where even though the currency is slightly harder to find because it like works on a sort of timer later on. You can do things like oh, regenerate your health for a bit, like regenerate some specters, which are like these summons you can get for boss fights in. What I like about the specter fights as well is kind of like using a human effigy or an ember in Dark Souls to like summon a get a summon for a boss fight. You can get these things called um oh was it, oh what's it called Stardust uh, or something start Stardust something like that and they escape me. But they drop quite commonly. It's not like oh, I just sell like, them really all the time. So I don't want. I refuse to use them. I just sell them. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I use them because there's a couple of gang fights and a lot. I'd say about half the bosses have a, like sort of two phases. So I was like, yeah, yeah. I, the it, first it, it seems was, around it. Yeah, the first boss with two phases was Andreas. So as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, this is interesting. And then when Romeo did it, I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> Yeah, but you got that. Um, you got throwable items which like scale, just like Dark Souls, but they're all actually useful. And busted. <laughs> yeah, they, all, they do a lot of damage. Um, yeah, the, the exploration's good. The graphics are good. I never once had any issues graphically. Um, the only thing I had was when I put the game down for a bit, like you know, like how you leave your console on, like wander off, make a cup of tea or something, come mm. back to it. Uh, when I picked it up again, the frame rate stuttered, but it was only for like a few seconds. Well, it was like, like the console was waking back up again. So it's like, ooh, he's back. <laughs> I never had that. Uh, but you missed off one of the core mechanics though, and that's quartz and the P organ. Oh, yes. So um, quartz is kind of like a rare upgrade material because at some point in the game, you get a skill tree, which is completely unexpected. Mm. And you you can upgrade in like one of several ways. Like you basically have nodes, and once you've like unlocked so many, you can go on to like the next set of skills and the next set and so on and there's like five sets in total and what you have is like um depending on each skill tree um you require like two quartz to like unlock one skill and then yeah, the first yeah skill. yeah but all of it's really fucking useful yeah like, there's so many first thing you get skills. is like it's like oh do you want to like another healing item another rest as fast it's like yes i do an extra grindstone like yes yes but as in like another bonus when you put your quartz in it gives you like another bonus so it's like oh uh and this one like you can select from like a drop list there's like four different tiers there's like survivabilities like consumables and even they're really good like some of them are like another healing item it's like are you shitting me i can just like get two more heals extra ergo drop from enemies like come on yeah, uh, use your grindstone like several times. It's like, wow, me. Like, everything's great. It's like, like more, more HP, more resistance. It's like, give, give me now. <laughs> mm. So, like, your main hub in this game is a place called the Crat Hotel. But there's so many things. It's like you, you're constantly going back there because, like, you're out in the overworld. You'll find some quartz. You find an upgrade material. It's like, yep, I'm getting my ass back there. Yep. Um, so there's another mechanic, um, the Legion Arms, which kind of work like the prosthetic arms in Sekiro. So there's, yes. like, a flamethrower one. There's, like, one that spews acid. It's like, a puppet string one, which is, like, a grapple hook. So every time you, every time you use that one, you just think Scorpion. Get over here. Don't forget the grenade launcher or the rocket launcher. Oh, the eagle eye. Yeah, I use that one quite a lot because that does a surprisingly large amount of damage. And later on, uh, it takes a lot of what they call a legion, which is like its own little ammo bar. But later on in the skill tree, one of the things you can unlock from the drop down menu is just like regenerate legion over time. It's like, um, yes, give me that immediately. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's slow as bulls, so it's not that useful for the eagle eye. But for ones like the flamethrower, which don't take up an awful lot, it's like pretty much keep using it forever. Yeah. 
Yeah, and the four minutes, that doesn't use a lot at all either. No. So, um, yeah, the, the, the plot's good, the graphics good, the gameplay's good. I, I say it borrows a lot of mechanics, but I think it does a lot of its own stuff to like differentiate. Yeah, it. the thing the that... thing it does I, is really well. Yeah, the thing that took me a while to get used to is it actually takes quite a long time to guard. So when it comes to like parrying, you've really got to time that very well. I was very stubborn because I'm really shit at parrying like I was in Sekiro. So honestly, I didn't use that all that much. I know you meant I, I use it all the time. I think it's mainly because of when we were playing like Woe Long, it sort of hammered it into you. You have to parry. Yeah, yeah, it did. And I was crap at that. And that's why I'm not finished that either. <laughs> I don't know why. I, I, I can block with a shield fine. Parrying is different. I just seem to be really bad at it. I can mm. dodge like a king, but damn, parrying. And I've just got a blind spot for it. And I think that's why I prefer like weapons like the rapier, like the faster ones, because it's like, oh, I don't have to parry if I can just get in like 8,000 hits. <laughs> that's my preferred playstyle. And then I can just like hide from a distance and shoot them with the eagle. Like, so you yeah. said you. For your first playthrough, you've, I'm guessing you've been telling truths, haven't you? I did a truth playthrough first because I honestly didn't know what to expect because I didn't look up anything because I didn't want anything ruined for me. So I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll tell the truth. But then like the first option it gives you like to get into the hotel, you have to lie. You can't progress. And I did look it up like straight away because I was like, is there any way around this? Because I want to like, tell the truth. He's like, no, you just have to lie. He's like, did you really have to give me the option if I don't have an option? Yeah, because this is a game which comes on to a really, really beautiful... I'd have to say it's one of the most beautiful mechanics in the game is you have the option of telling truth or lies depending on what route you want to go to. Now me, I remember the line at the start, it said, puppets cannot lie. So as soon as I heard that, I was just like, well, I'm going to keep lying. <laughs> and and um, so because when you go through like the you know the actual books of Pinocchio, every time Pinocchio lies, his um, his nose grows. And one thing which the so I forgot to mention, this is actually a Korean developer rather than Japanese from software. What they've done is they've realised that one of the most human aspects in real life is that humans lie a lot. So what you can do is the more your character lies, your character actually becomes human. So they actually start to get skin tones, they actually start to get longer hair, they start to be more human. And uh, spoiler alert, but we may not have played it. There's like a photo frame which you can collect halfway through the game. And the more your character lies, the bigger the nose of the photo frame gets. And it's got like a little thing on the end of it, which is just oh, wow. beautiful. It's so beautiful. Uh, also, did you know uh, possibly the best weapon of the game, if you like do a full lie playthrough, you can pick up that nose and use it as a weapon. But I've not done that myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds amazing. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's that's for my next playthrough. But I want to save my next playthrough for streaming because like, I want to do like a new game plus. I've been debating are... to do a stream of it like from the very beginning as well. Yeah, there are there is three endings to it. There's like like kind of like Bloodborne. It's structured similarly. Like when you get to the end, you got like a choice to make, uh, just like you would with German. So there, there is like one boss you can do, and it's like okay, I could just like finish the game now, or uh, you can just make a decision and go. No, I want another boss, please. But unlike the <laughs> unlike the Moon Presence in Bloodborne, which is like stupid easy this one is not <laughs> it's fucking lot harder to the point i i nearly gave up on this game oh fuck it i'll just do the other one because it gives you the option to do so i was like <laughs> no i'm a i'm a stubborn bastard as I, I was like i'm not gonna give up i'm gonna do it and i i did and he's like when i, and I did it's like but so much satisfaction it's like oh that's over <laughs> I had so much satisfaction for certain, like some bosses are relatively easy. You can do them in like a couple hours, but um, well, a couple, sorry, a couple hours, a couple of attempts. But some bosses, like I really struggled against Romeo, and then I struggled probably just as much when I faced Victor as well. Because one of the mechanics is when you get knocked down, it takes you ages to get back up, and to the point where you get knocked down, you get back up, and they're hitting you again. There is a skill where you can sort of dodge from the ground, like if you get knocked down. Uh, yeah, I saw that on the skill tree. I was like, I saw it. I was like, mm, do I really want to get it? But 
now that I know what it does, I'm, like, I'm fucking getting it. I didn't at first, but there's enough quartz in the game, like near the end of the game, I went back and got it because none of the other things on the skill tree interested me. I think uh, I'll skip that one at first, but no, I'll have it this time. Yeah, but overall, please, everyone, play Liza P. It's would you also rate it really high in your Soulsborne tier list? I bloody well would. I put it above Sakira, obviously. I put, it, I put it above Demon Souls, obviously. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's really high up. I'm not sure where to place it, but I'm gonna play this again. And I'll tell you what, I'm probably going to play it again. I'm probably going to go for all the achievements in it. I think I'm going to do exactly that. And yeah. So, obviously, I've, I've heard a bit of stuff about Liza P. And I've heard it's a very good game. But I've heard one gripe about it. It's it's pretty much a Bloodborne clone through and through from the ground up. It takes aspects from it, but I wouldn't say it's like a clone. I think it does enough differently to justify it. Yeah. I mean, what a lot of people say is that there, sh- there should be a difference between taking inspiration from and pretty much imitating. It's imitating imitated an awful lot because there's a lot of the FromSoft mechanics but there's like Chris said there's enough in there to give it its own identity especially like with its grindstone and weapon changing mechanics yeah mm-hmm. certainly I kind of think like the people that say oh it's Bloodborne knockoff it's like are you the type of people who just don't generally play these types of games or <laughs> sounds it like, yeah <laughs> anything else <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll sweet some of mouth oh you got it's the wine gums no I got jelly beans <laughs> I had to I had to mute myself while I opened the bag and it made loads of noise. <laughs> Professionalism. Oh, you know it. Uh, no, I'm <laughs> glad you both uh, enjoyed it. On a, since I got PS5, I got I had all those mo- lovely games that I, I got for it. And I just played Demon Souls Remake, haven't I? Um, <laughs> and, but, and it also made me go back to the original Demon Souls. And it was nice to like compare them. Finally, actually beat Demon Souls on the PS3. Uh, yeah, that, it was uh, nice to finally see it all to its ending. And it's nice to see how it all plays on PS5. It's definitely a PS3 game on the PS5, I'll tell you that. Um, <laughs> it is the same game. It is the same game, for better or for worse. Um, the fact that the, one of the hardest bosses, even on the PS5, you can hide in a corner, wait for him to come, turn, and then he, can, then he turns his back, and then you poison him to death. Uh, yeah, it's definitely a PS3 game. <laughs> so, um, it's just taking everything from it. Like the fact that the AI is exactly the same as uh, it was on the PS3 is a bit ridiculous, but uh, hey, oh, uh, at least it looks well, at least it looks fucking great. But it was marketed as a remaster and not a remake, so I'm not surprised that all the AI is like, intact. <laughs> yeah, uh, on that it's just Demon Souls, ain't it? Demon Souls is just Demon Souls. Yeah, you know, Demon Souls has a lot of great, interesting ideas. And it also has a lot of problems. Uh, at least it's not the worst uh, Souls game, but every Souls, every from software game is good. Like Souls-wise, like you know, uh, yeah, Demon Souls. If you played it original, you know exactly what you're getting into on the PS5. If you played any Souls game, you know what you're probably getting into. Magic is king. If you don't use magic, you're an idiot. Uh, which I'm trying not to use magic. On the PS5, but uh, yeah, I've I've begun to use magic, haven't I? Because it's it's too powerful. Yeah, right. I never really used it when I played Demon Souls. I just right. kept my Unga Bunga brain. It's 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 too good. It is literally too good. I was like, you know what? I'll use the burn arrow and kill the dragons. I got bored after five minutes. I was like, no magic, and it died so quickly. I'm like, no magic is king. So it's <laughs> like how in like Dark Souls One, pyromancy is king. There you go. I'm going to use that tip when I start Dark Souls. <laughs> yep. Either place deprived or pyromancy. There you go. 
You're praying. I, 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 I went for the thief oh. just in the master key. No, I like playing as deprived. In, I like playing as deprived in every class, like playthrough, purely because I like to be able to like do my build from scratch. Yeah, I've done that. Uh, so if if when from from the software do another Souls game, I'm probably gonna do deprived. I mean, that would have been better mm. when I did Elden Ring. Although I still pivoted to strength in Elden Ring after I got bored of decks. So yeah, when I played um, Elden Ring like, when it first came out, because it's like. I know it was more open. It's like, yeah, I'm going to pick the deprived class because I don't know what I want to play as. So I'm just going to like play it with like zero stats and just see how the game naturally takes me, how it nudges me. So I ended up using a two-handed greatsword build, which is generally not one I tend to use, but I found a good one and I was stuck with it. And, yeah. Well, I went, I went for the, on. Well, we spoke about it before, but on Elden Ring, I went for the sword I have on, tattooed on my um the sword that is basically guts sword. Yep, the sword that basically guts his. Dragon Slayer sword from Berserk, so how could I not? Uh, no, Demon Souls. It's remake is pretty much the same game. At least now, Old Monk is difficult. Um, if you get a good player, if you get a shit player, well, there you go. GG, e- easy. Oh, I had an awfully strong one when I did it. Oh, just same with the one on um, Elden Elden Ring. That was awful. Not Elden Ring. Dark, yeah, it was Dark Souls Three. Dark Souls Three. Yeah, that was awful. Yeah, I never have that problem because I'm an antisocial person and always play offline because I don't want anyone else playing. <laughs> <laughs> you, you say that, but your co-streamer is here. Hey, yeah, you uh, I convinced him. I haven't done Dark Souls yet. <laughs> no, that's on our to-do list at some point. Yeah, I think we're probably going to do three because I think that's the easiest one for matchmaking. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. so this will probably actually lead into your topic so I just did actually funny enough pattern 200 which was Jedi Survivor which I loved very happy with that game Um, and I'm actually now I've gone back to Resident Evil 4 and I'm trophy hunting I know the DLC has just come out and I know uh, Chris that was something you kind of wanted to bring up um, separate ways I've not actually started that yet but yeah I've uh, just done my handgun and knives run only on Resi 4 so now I'm building myself up to a professional run. <laughs> we'll have to see how that goes. I always find with Resident Evil games, you kind of have to build yourself up through mm. them. Well, I do anyway. I find you have to start off a little bit easier, play it again, keep going, <laughs> and get used to the run. Because um, on on the not the remake, the original on a well on the I got it on my Xbox 360, and I've actually uh, got the got the complete gamer score for it. But I haven't uh, tried to do the same thing on the re- the remake just yet. Yeah, I, I'm really happy with the remake. The remake was very beautifully done. I think. Yes. Very beautifully done. And same one. same with two and three. To mm. be honest with you, although I have found that obviously four, well, village is very similar to four. When you compare kind of storyline and settings, you kind of got a very similar basis, which I think maybe why that's done so well. Well, I think eight was very inspired by Resi Four. It was, yeah, yeah. Just you know, you've got the village, and then you've got the castle area, and then you kind of go into the like the industrial warehouse kind of section. It's just instead of Heisenberg, you've got <laughs> you know with Krauser at the end. So yeah, it does. It does very much have, I think, a similar theme and a similar layout. But I, yeah, I think that's maybe why what makes it so enjoyable, especially for newer gamers who probably didn't grow up with the Resident Evil series. I'm an old, I'm an old girl, so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember the originals, unfortunately. You say, you say that you're only three years older than me, so not that much. <laughs> yeah. Six years younger than me. <laughs> Your granddad's spanky. 
Uh, back in my day, a young <laughs> During the war. Oh, you During say you that much. Yeah, yeah. In no, the great console fine. wars of 1998. <laughs> like, I thought Weldy was like the same age as you, Crisp, and then I realised, no, he's younger than my brother, and I was like, okay, that's changed everything. <laughs> Way to make Chris feel old. Yeah, sorry, Chris. I can, I can just see myself turning to just like fucking Avengers Infinity War. <laughs> Dan's just on the snap. Yeah. <laughs> well, since you heard on that the... snap, but there you go. <laughs> Since we're on the topic of Resident Evil 4, uh, I finished the Separate Ways uh, DLC that came out uh, last week. Uh, I very much enjoyed it. I was hesitant at first because I thought, how much of this is like, going to be like copy and pasted from like the main campaign? Because the Resident Evil 8 DLC did that, and I fucking hated it for that. Mm. It's like 95% is just the same maps. It's like, are you fucking shitting me? What a rip off that was. But this one was cheaper. It was only like eight quid. If you play it casually, um, it's surprisingly lengthy. It's got like seven chapters to it. Obviously, once you start speedrunning and that, you realise you're like, oh, I can beat it in like an hour. So, <laughs> I saw you at a strange time. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that's when you got unlock, like, unlimited rocket launchers, that kind of thing. Yeah. Which, uh, I'll tell you, I tell you what, a tip for you, Aiden. If you're going to do the professional run, just get the unlimited rocket, rocket launcher. launcher. Yeah, I'm already that. saving. I'm already saving. <laughs> that's why, like, even on the main campaign for Resident Evil 4, I'm thinking like Resident Evil late as well. Like, mm. the, the hardest difficulty on that. It seems balanced around having like the unlimited magnum in there because I'm not sure how the fuck you meant to do it otherwise. <laughs> yeah, th- that's what I was kind of saying. Like, you've got to build up and do it as sort of like a new game plus kind of thing in order to do it. So I, I did Nightmare, but I wouldn't have done it without the magnum. No, no, same. I don't, I genuinely don't know how you could, because like the bosses take like so much damage to kill. It's like, this mm. one like, does like 8 billion damage a shot, and it's taking like 30 <laughs> shots to kill the damn thing. It's like, I'm meant to kill this like an upgraded handgun. It's like, it's not going to happen. Hey, you're um, saying about the DLC for Village. I did buy that, but the only reason I bought that was so I could have Chris for Mercenaries. That is literally <laughs> the only reason I did it. Because <laughs> I, oh, I sat on Mercenaries for a year until I so got that. I don't really play the Mercenaries, like, like the arcade sort of mode, because it never really appealed to me. I don't know why. I love the campaigns, and I've played them to death and again and again. But the Mercenaries, are like, I'll have a quick go at it, maybe a little bit longer. Like, there might be a trophy or a reward tied to it. It's like, maybe I'll do it for a little bit, but honestly, they don't appeal to me. No. I think it's because I like to play, like, Resident Evil. I, I like to, like, take my time and explore. Like, I think that's a major part of it, like, the, like trying to sort my items out, being, trying to be scrupulous, and that's all sort of gone in when you're just trying to do everything fast like try and kill it as yeah. many as you can in a short space of time I don't find that anywhere near as fun I wouldn't have done mercenaries if it hadn't been required for platinum trophy mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the only reason I did it and you had to get an S rank in every single map doing yeah. it so yeah. uh, can you guess uh, there's there's two trophies I've not got in Resident Evil 8 can you guess which ones are there actually it might just be one actually I'm going to have to have a look yeah I'm going to have to look I think I think one of them was literally just to play around of mercenaries or something like that and uh yeah, but then I know there was the de- trophy for doing S rank on all of them, and that was just miserable, absolutely miserable. Let's see. Ba, 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 ba. So, how's uh, separate ways been so so far? Or well, now you've beaten it. Uh, so, no, sorry, I just got sorry, um, yeah, it was it was fine. I, I I say I quite enjoyed it. I think you get your money's worth out of it. 
and there's more than enough unique content. Mm. There are a few areas that you revisit for like the main campaign. Oh yeah. But you normally only just there for like to like cut through. Because Ada's got a grappling hook, which there's a big emphasis on. Yeah. So Ada spends like ninety nine percent of the time on roofs. Mm. I think she's terrified of being on the ground. Like, I, don't I think blame she's her. got I think she's got the opposite of like a fear of heights. It's like it's gotta be the way around. It's like I must be more than like ten feet off the floor at any one time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I've got. I bought it, but I haven't played it yet. Uh, although I'm like, I've got it both for my PS4 and PS5, and I'm like, maybe I should just carry on with on the PS4. Because although I've, I've got the PS4 version, but I've downloaded the PS4 version on my PS5. But I'm probably just gonna go back to my PS4 and play it. Um, but I'm looking forward to giving it a go. I remember Separate Ways being quite fun when I played it on the original on uh, 360. It wasn't on the GameCube version when I had the GameCube version. Uh, it's the only ver- only version of Resi 4 that it's not on. Oh. Yes, because it's the original, because uh, Resi 4 was made for the GameCube. GameCube, that's right. God. And so it's the only copy, uh, it's, a, it's the only edition of Res- Resi 4 that doesn't have separate ways from the PS2, Xbox, and yeah, going forth, has a... Uh, separate ways yeah it also has a mode called assignment ada as well isn't that the same thing no it's not it's a different mode entirely it doesn't take very long though it's like a one-shot kind of deal oh yes yeah the the idea is um you have to like traverse the entire map of like um it's like the uh the island section and there's like uh five lost plagas samples you've got to oh yeah and then like escape uh but the easiest way to do it is like clear out everywhere because you've got very limited inventory space and these like samples you have to pick up take up quite a bit of room. Uh, so just go around the entire map, clear out everywhere, and then pick up the samples. It may take a little longer, but then you've, once you've cleared out every single room, just go back and collect them all and then just piss off. Because like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was going to say, it was starting to sound a bit like, was that a full survivor mode in Resi 2 where you had to get through that in like one run? Oh, and... <laughs> Yeah, brutal. Um, yeah, I think that might be the the hardest trophy to get in Resi Two Remake. <laughs> oh, doing, it as, doing it as hunk. Yeah, I, I, I did it, and I've got no idea how I did it. I just sort of <laughs> ran and got, the entire time I was going, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck. <laughs> the trick, the trick was it. it was dodging the liquors. That was the trick, so you didn't waste resources on on the liquors. Yeah. When, when you get right to the end, there's just a hallway and it's absolutely crammed full of like every enemy in the game. It's like, how the fuck am I going to get I have three bullets. <laughs> Let's do this. You've, you've literally got to get it down meticulously to like what mm. exactly what you need in every room. It's like, all right, we'll go in this room. I must use a flash grenade. I'll go in this room. I'll pop that zombie in the head. Stop that zombie in the head. Don't kill him because I ain't got enough ammo. Just literally like make him stagger. And you yeah. gotta do that for like every room you just gotta know exactly, exactly what yeah. plan your route and even then it's like when you get to the end it's just like it's just in chaos <laughs> it's just, just go, go 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 and hope for the best everything's just outside here yeah. oh yeah. god i think the way i managed to do it is like to get to the final door i think i did get hit by a liquor mm. but from the back so it sort of like nudged me forward a bit and that was just enough to get me <laughs> over the finish line <laughs> i got hit up the arse and won <laughs> What was I talking? Yeah, separate ways. ways. Yeah, it was good. I, I, I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I recommend it. It's way better than the eight uh, DLC. It, yeah, yeah, I really like it. I mean, if you played the original and like know the like the Simon Ada, it does actually change it up quite a lot. It's not the same at all. It's mm. quite different. Just well, like even, the uh, even Resi Four remake changed it up a lot. So mm, you know. it did. Yeah. One of the uh, things that annoyed most people um, in Resi Four was like, "There's like a boss fight missing." But don't which, worry, it's in one? this. Which one's that? <laughs> and they uh, they expand on it. I won't say which one it is. Oh, that one. Yes, yes, that is missing yeah. from. 
yeah, remake. Don't worry. It's there, and they double oh. down on it. Oh, okay, that's. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, we, we missed out that boss fight, so I have several of them instead. Oh no. <laughs> Oh, no. It's kind of weird because I'd say it's like it's kind of got like a sort of nemesis thing because he like follows you, but it's like only really through cutscenes and like a couple of encounters. Okay, well, uh, I'll I'll play it eventually. I'll, I'll try and play it soon. It's good. I think my first playthrough took approximately six seven hours, but I really did take my time, like, <laughs> like looking for every single treasure, trying to do everything. The one thing that I've, I'm gonna say that's bad about it, and I think it's just because I don't think I'm ever gonna do it. One of the trophies is to do it on professional mode with an S plus rank. Oh, <laughs> I don't think I'm ever gonna do that. Uh, if you've no idea why that sounds so bad, the only way you can get an S plus rank it's is to uh, do it on a fresh save file. So yeah, no rocket launchers, no upgraded anything just do it yeah jesus christ so, so you gotta do it under two hours basically just like your basic weapon <laughs> get no. good no. oh and there's no uh, auto save either so fuck you oh right excellent so, so, so i'm yeah. gonna have that fun <laughs> and i go to do it well at least you, at least you have to do it to get the platinum because it's no that's true game. it's like a separate trophy list <laughs> that's fine there you go well I'll, I'll play it eventually um is there any new weapons or? Uh, I'd say new, but they're kind of from the original version. So you got like an exploding crossbow bolt mm. uh, weapon, but honestly, I never used it. It is powerful, but it takes up so much space in your inventory. It's like a quarter yeah. of your space. So it's like, and then like each of the crossbow bolts take like three spaces each. So it's like, yeah, no. I I, I carried it around to use it because there's like one one achievement for like killing like ten enemies with it. So as soon as I've done that, it's like, yeah, you can go in the box. I'll, I'll get you in an emergency. <laughs> Standard. Uh, yeah, never needed it though. Honestly, the best gun in the game, <laughs> and like minus like the infinite rocket launcher, just your red nine handgun. Red it nine kills with everything. Red, red nine, nine is the goat. It sure is. I said it. Fucking goat. What? Yeah. <laughs> you know the meme. That's a goat. No, it's a fucking goat. <laughs> um, uh, I, I, when I think of it, I think of the other meme where it's that's where it's the goat. The goat. That one. I heard that one. I just like the fucking goat. I think I, I think I've watched too many YouTube reels or Instagram reels where I've just seen that. <laughs> yeah, you need to detox that. Never, uh, <laughs> never, never. I don't think I, w- I wasted my earlier today. I was like, I need to do the shopping, and then I spent five minutes looking at social media, and I was like, What am I doing? I need to go do the shopping. So there you go. Yeah, don't fall the internet. Don't fall down the internet rabbit hole because I'm not going in there to, cr- to lift you back out. So I'll be joining you down there with her very shortly. <laughs> Don't worry, I have a fresh set of memes always. <laughs> uh, this is what happens when I when I record with ass. <laughs> yes. We have uh, we well, Adrian, we brought you on here mainly to talk about trophies and achievement hunting. And since you've not got many, only two hundred tro- platinum trophies. <laughs> not many. Uh, like, compared to my fifteen, <laughs> like uh, it's really not many. Um, <laughs> why? <laughs> <laughs> why did I get into it? Um, probably a bit of a somber story, I guess. I I've always gamed growing up, but I didn't really get into trophy hunting. It was until about eighteen months ago. Mm. Bit of backstory: I actually had a nervous breakdown eight years ago. Okay. Um, and since then, kind of mental health wise, has always been a bit up and down. Yeah. And it was actually around about eighteen months ago. I had a really really bad dip to the point I say this, I picked a day let's just say it that way I picked a day until my boss kind of pulled me aside one day and asked me are you okay twice and I broke down and he encouraged me to go back to my doctors 
get help. And it's kind of during through that recovery process that I really started focusing on trophy hunting. It was something to kind of keep my mind busy. And I was doing playing games I loved and I wanted to play, but I was like, okay, let's see if I can 100% it. Let's kind of do that. And then it kind of grew into I wanted to share that with people because I was kind of doing this and I was like, I kind of want to share these achievements. I'm kind of doing the, you know, some of them are, are pretty difficult. Um, so then that's how Adrian's Revenge started with the Instagram mm-hmm. and then the streaming. So I could kind of share that with everybody. And it's kind of carried on and it's just a nice little, yeah, I guess a distraction really in a way for me. You know, when I'm having a, a blue day, like I'll go, go, right, let's go focus and see if I can do like Resi 4. I've just done my handgun and knives only run. <laughs> you know, and now I'm working on my standard and I'll go up to hardcore. So yeah, for me, that's kind of my my escape, I guess. Well, you say that's a somber story, but that's it's not really. That's quite uh, inspirational. It's quite, you know, you're taking a, a hobby and as someone who's, you know, part watches your streams and is part of your Discord and when you're on, on our podcast, like you've uh, brought a lot of joy to a lot of people. Oh, mm. thank you. Yeah, it's, it's kind of weird to look back at the last 18 months, you know, and you think, I, I very never nearly met you guys or and and streamed with spanky or, or any one of my community it's kind of very weird to think of it that way but oh, yeah it's it's kind of nice that i i stayed and i've i've got such a lovely i call them my family now <laughs> my, my little revenger clan um i consider every one of them my family and it's so nice to have found a bunch of people who are all interested in the same things like some people have speed running and I've met a lot of trophy hunters um, and other people who just they're maybe not into those niche areas just love playing games and yeah we all just have a good laugh I think and that's the nice thing about it. I I have a burning question Mm. for you Adrian. So in all of your time in hunting trophies and doing all the bits which trophies (laughs) that you have like what trophies do you feel like have helped you the most during that journey of recovery? Mm. Okay that's not the question I thought you were going to (laughs) ask. No, that no. The, what is your hardest trophy is going to be coming up soon? But I yeah. that's why I thought you were going to ask. The song of thought. Let's let's just yeah. see like what trophy has well, that biggest impact on you. Or maybe maybe you say what is your most important platinum? Yeah, yeah. I've got because I've I've done it. I've actually done so many platinum trophies since I started this <laughs> eighteen months ago. I think I only had about. 40 or something when i started and uh so dating back to ps3 days and so i've probably earned about 160 since i've done this because mm-hmm. i'm at 204 current total today <laughs> the crash bandicoot trilogy was i'd say my hardest mm. one that kind of helped me the most to that time it's probably the last of us part two that was a game i love the last of us series and that was one i'd sort of i started playing it when it came out and then i revisited it as one of my very early ones i think i did that around the time that i was first going back to the doctors and doing all that kind of thing and i kind of got really attached to that story um especially because i think that game itself has a lot of mental health focus with um, some of the plot points that goes on, certainly with kind of death and mourning on Ellie's side of things and Abby's as well. I know there was kind of a lot of um, negative reviews at the time of Last of Us Part Two, but that I think for me was probably the biggest one that helped me get through at the time. Um, but yeah, de- definitely hardest so far has been the Insane Trilogy. <laughs> Everyone's like, I hate Crash Bandicoot now. 
I'm going for Crash 4 as well. Uh, I think when I eventually do that, that will be my hardest trophy of all time. And after that, I'm never touching a Crash Bandicoot game ever again. Until Crash 5 comes. No, I refuse. <laughs> I absolutely refuse. <laughs> it was actually my friend Andy who challenged me to do it. He challenged me to do Crash 1 for Platinum 100. And he said do Crash 4 for Platinum 200. I was like, okay. And the OCD in me was like, well, I've got to do 2 and 3 as well. I can't just do 1 and 4. <laughs> <laughs> you can't you can't not do the, the the two best crash games you know crash two exactly. and crash three exactly i mean going back to one the controls are so clunky so clunky like, like, like oh. crash one has a lot of nostalgia and the yeah. insane trilogy really like i knew that people like that game through nostalgia then the insane trilogy came out and i was like people are gonna complain guess what people complained yeah <laughs> That's what people love doing. <laughs> it's just like, oh, the saving, on, well, not on the, re, uh, the remastered, but uh, on the Insane Trilogy, but the original had terrible saving. And uh, and some of the levels were just, the checkpoints were really badly designed. And mm. then you just ha- had a whole load of people just been like, just, as, you, as I said, like complaining over it. And I'm like, well, you clearly haven't played it for like 20 years. And it shows. <laughs> yeah. not, the reason why it's like, Crash 1 is like bottom of the barrel of like OG Crash games. Like it's still um, good, but it's like, yeah. if you compare it to Crash 2 and Crash 3, it's the same with like Sparrow 2 and Sparrow 3. They both, those sequels went leaps and bounds. Oh, after yeah. The, yeah. After the first one. Oh, good. Yeah, I mean, you've got, to, you've got to have a game to find your feet. Yeah, we need to. That's what I love to do, but yeah. Yeah. You play Crash 1 now, it's like, God, I can't slide, I can't double jump. I can't. Like all the basic things that you've got in two and three that made it just so much easier. But I, th- I think the devs kind of went a little bit too far with four. <laughs> I remember starting it on stream and I was like, oh my God, you can do this now. And someone was like, it gets worse. Because I, I started it. I'm currently 185 hours of gameplay into Crash 4. Um, this, is, <laughs> this is how horrible it is. And this is why I kind of had to stop doing it as a milestone trophy. Because I was like, I am just going to be playing this for the rest of the year if I don't yeah. break it up. And it's like, okay, you don't just have one gem anymore in a level doing all the boxes. You've got six gems to get. And it's like getting a certain percentage of the Wampa Fruits, all the crates... A special hidden one doing it under three deaths and it's like oh god right okay and i was but i was doing it and i was like why is everyone so so bad like this is so bad to do and then i got to the point where you unlock inverted mode so then you've got to do all the same levels mirror image backwards <laughs> and you've got to get six gems in those as well and then you've got to get insanely perfect relics which is 100% of boxes in the level without dying and then you've got to do all the platinum time trials and ask to sign all the flashback tapes and ask to like Jesus Christ okay <laughs> it is as horrible as I know <laughs> yeah that's, that sounds uh, nightmarish yeah too much currently I think I, I've not picked it up in about a month or two I literally kind of put it down I was like I'm going to play Skyrim and Jedi <laughs> enjoy myself for a little bit have you, got, um, have you got the platinum for Skyrim? Uh, so I've I've got the platinum for Skyrim, but okay. on the the four version, ah. and I've started doing the legendary version, so I can platinum all over again. <laughs> yes, because it's such a, a fun and although it is time consuming, it is a fun is. an easy platinum to do. It is. It is fairly easy. It's basically kind of doing the Dark Brotherhood quest lines, doing the Thieves Guild quest lines, the Major Guild. I found the Thieves. Thieves Guild takes the, the the longest because you just have to 
Oh. You, you, you do all those little uh, quests. Jobs. Like, yeah. You just wait for the big quests. And yeah, it's just it, RNG. Yeah. Yeah. It's just lucky if you get the one you need in the village that you still need to get a special job and you're like, come on. After that, though, I always do the Crown of Baron's Eye quest because then you get unlimited gemstones and gold in like all the chests and stuff that you find in barrels in the world. So then you're just mega rich and you can go around and get everything you need. Um, so that's usually, usually my little playthrough that I do that. But yeah, Skyrim's Skyrim's a nice easy one. It's just that's one of those games, like sort of where you mentioned about Lies of Pierre, it's very linear, but you can go and do offshoots. RPGs like Skyrim, you can just get so engrossed and all of a sudden you've spent three hundred hours and you've not even done the second main quest yet. Yeah, still not <laughs> like, oh, Okay. <laughs> yeah. I should probably go and do this now and then you're wandering in with the first level boss when you're like level seventy with max dragon scale armor, like, okay. <laughs> So. I remember when I got the platinum for Skyrim. You know, there's that one trophy. It's to go to the the forge. Come and venom the forge. You said it bugged for you, but the, uh... yeah, it was fucking horrendous. I had to restart it, so I had 70 hours in it, just toddling through, and then it bugged, so I couldn't get this one trophy. So I had to literally make a whole new character. Oh no! Get to a point where I can get to this bit and <laughs> try it again, and it bugged again at a different point. Oh, I had to do it again. <laughs> I I never did the platinum on PS3. I think I was only missing two trophies, but I didn't. So I didn't really go platinum hunting back then. Um, it's probably something I'll revisit once I've I've got 140 something games on backlog at the moment that I need to get through. And I think it's once I've gone through those, and a bit, then I'll look at my PS3 catalog, and I'll probably just clean those up in Skyrim. I think I had to get a bounty of a thousand in every hold, oh, that's and then escape from jail. Yeah. That's not too bad. I did that one accidentally. Whoops. <laughs> Just I, accidentally stabbed a guard in the back. You know? No, because I was levelling up my pickpocketing. I was like, oh <laughs> shit, I'm, I'm committed now. <laughs> I accidentally put the, the grey fox mask on in my current playthrough in the middle of the town. <laughs> In, 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 Skyrim. in Skyrim, yeah, you get the grey fox mask. There's a little side quest. Do you? It's been a, been a while. And I'm going to research yeah, I think they've added it because the the legendary edition, which is like the anniversary one, they've added a lot more to it. Like there's new homes that you couldn't purchase before, and I found there's been new little side quests. So I think this is a newer one. Yeah, I think there's all sorts of stuff in the workshop side of it as well. Yeah, you can fish and you get backpacks, and so oh. yeah, I did this quest and got the mask. I was like, oh, I'm going to put the cowl on, and I did it in the town, and then every single guard turns against you, <laughs> and you're like, shit. Even if you take it off. They're like, no, that's it. We're going to attack you. Even if you are. That's what it was like in Oblivion when you wore it. Yeah, I I really wish that they would remaster Oblivion. I loved Oblivion. Probably more than Skyrim. Probably a controversial opinion. But I take. Well, I I hear something similar. I've heard. I think I prefer Skyrim, but I I can see why people would prefer Oblivion. Yeah, I think. It, I know it sounds sad, but even like the menu points, just aesthetically, was so, like more in keeping with like the the theme, and yeah, I just. But although interestingly, back then they didn't have trophies for Oblivion on PlayStation. They oh, were only no, they didn't. 
They were only Xbox achievements, um, oh. and they they didn't bother with PlayStation. Oh. And it, it's kind of weird how it's turned now. Like back in the day, like Xbox achievements, everybody wanted Xbox achievements, and nobody really cared about the PlayStation side. But yeah. I think that's kind of really changed now. I think people prefer trophy hunting. I forgot about that. There were initially there were some PS3 games that didn't have trophies when you got them. Yeah. I forgot I forgot about that cuz uh, I remember when I had, when my brother had his PS3 there were a few games we we had at the time that didn't have trophies on and then some would and then you go on have it on those same games on Xbox and have achievements. Yeah, it, it like doing the gamer scores was a really big thing for Xbox from the beginning. So it's kind of nice that trophy hunting has grown on PlayStation, I think. Mm. And there's something more satisfying about saying, yeah, I got a platinum trophy or a gold trophy. (laughs) There is something way more satisfying saying, oh, I got a platinum, and then instead of, oh, yeah, I got max gamer score on this. (laughs) Yeah, I got my thousand points. Chris, you've been quiet. Well, you've been talking away. I didn't want to interrupt. Uh, (laughs) I've got to say, like... I didn't have a PS3 for like the longest time. I had the 360, so uh, I mostly did like the like the achievements. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So when I when I finally like picked up the PlayStation, I never really got into trophy hunting because it's like well, I've already got this backlog of achievements now. It seems mm. like I'm just <laughs> conflicting. So I was like, I, I never really bothered with it unless it's a game that I really, really, really like. Mm. And it gave me like a goal. It's like right, I want to play this game again, but now I've got that to aim for. Fuck it, let's do it. Yeah. I think this is why I like doing double platinums on PlayStation. So if you've got the four version, you can get a five yeah. version. If I love it, then I'm like, I'll happily do it all over again. Yeah. And get the trophy as a bonus. I, I'm, the, I'm the same. Like, it like takes Skyrim as a good example. So. Mm. Yeah, this is why I went quiet earlier for a few seconds. Because um, I was looking at my trophy list and thinking, why the fuck have I only got 57% trophies on Resident Evil 8? And then I realised, <laughs> oh yeah, it's because like the Platinum's on the PS4 version, not the PS5 mm. version. Oh, and um, 5 didn't auto-pop everything. No, it didn't. So <laughs> I don't think I've had any auto-pops. Because on my um, Final Fantasy 15, I've got the Platinum, but... Because of all the DLC, it's like forty percent, yeah, forty-seven <laughs> percent. Because, but then it's like, oh, but I've then, I, but I've got all the trophies on the base game, but I've I've not even touched the DLC. And sometimes, sort of, sorry, I was going to say for my uh, my Xbox 360 ones, I don't think you can even see like all the gamer score from like the the old old games. Like, like you can only see from like Xbox One onwards. Oh really? Oh. Yeah, I think so. Anyway, I can't see them because I I know for like the like, here's an example of a good game like Dead Space, like the the original yeah. one. Yeah. I've got the trophy for like the PS4, PS5 version, but I've also got it on Xbox as well. <laughs> oh, and the and the play, PC version as well, like the Steam version. I quite like that game. I've platinumed it three times. <laughs> <laughs> and you've got the PlayStation version to do. <laughs> I've, I've I've done the uh, the remaster. I've done that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, done. Uh, the, the only the only downside to it is like you know when like Dead Space Two remake comes out, it's like oh fuck, I've platinum that, haven't I? <laughs> yeah. This is like this is like slightly why my heart sinks every time they do like a new Resident Evil game. Like that. That's like another that's another hundred hours of my life gone. <laughs> yeah. And I'm on playthrough number twenty. Is like oh god, I've just got to do this section again without getting hit. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna lie, not gonna lie. My heart sank when you didn't get the 
the three Platinums for Spyro Reignited. My heart oh, yeah. literally sank. Well, I never grew up with it, and I was like never that bored. And I'm like, they were, they were fun to play through, but I'm, I can't be asked to get the trophy. And it's like, I've played through them once. It's like, yeah, that, that's enough. I'm it's like, gonna so easy. I have a confession <laughs> about the Spyro Reignited trilogy. Uh-oh, I'm, I'm covering my ears. So... <laughs> The, pl- the platinum for I've got all three platinums. There we go. I've got that. But okay. the okay, platinum for you. the platinum for one and two are perfect. You got a hundred percent both of those games. The platinum for number three though is not good because you don't have to hundred percent the game. No, and you so, don't. So I've got it, and as soon as I got the platinum, I've not played it since. I've not even actually beaten hundred percent of it because I was like, well, I don't. Need, I've got hundred percent. Yeah, that's no point. Yeah. What, what's, what, what do I get? Oh, I've I've already done it on. On the PS One, I don't, I don't get anything pl- trophy wise. So you know, you do get to flame money bags up the ass. I mean, oh, that's something. Oh, I've done that. I've done that. But, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that deserves it. That's that's a trophy. That's a trophy anyway. But like, you know, as soon as you get you get you get the platinum on Spyro Three, you're like, well, I don't need to kill the sorcerer again. Don't need to race those fucking oh the biplanes. Dr- yeah, the rhinox yeah. in the the last race, which. I threw my controller at a wall, and then I think once I did it, I put it on social. I, I think I swore on social media, and then I think my parents were like, "Why have you put that status?" And I was like, "Oh shit, <laughs> this was years ago. <laughs> <laughs> this was years ago." <laughs> uh, but uh, oh well. Uh, that's the only. I think that's the only downside of the Spyro Three Platinum is that you don't have to hundred percent it. I think, mm-hmm. despite how frustrating the last the super level is, I would I would preferred that you had to do that to get the platinum. But then I can understand why they didn't because mm-hmm. the super level is can be quite frustrating. Yeah, maybe just the race. I fucking hate the race. Did I mention I hate the race? <laughs> I, I love. I actually enjoyed the races a lot. I loved anything with the skateboarding. Mm. I think for me as well, I, I think it was mostly muscle memory from when I was a kid because I played yeah. Spyro Dames to death when I was so young. I, like, I was like, yeah, you go here and you jump here and you do that. And it was just all still ingrained in my in my hands. So, yeah. <laughs> I so, didn't mind going back and doing that. <laughs> okay, the, the big question I have to ask, Adrian, is mm. have you bought a game just because you knew the Platinum was really, really easy. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) I'm calling her out. This is kind of a big topic in the trophy hunting, shovelware games. So so you bought My my Name is Mayo, My Jar of Mayo. I've done all three My Name is Mayo. (laughs) (laughs) I've done them. I'm not proud to say that I've done them. Um, you can tell, you do just literally click on a jar of mayo. You can tell it's... I watched PlayStation Access at one point. <laughs> Good old yeah. Rob. My my friend Andy calls them grubby plats. That was his <laughs> his term for them um, for wrong. any sh- shovel shovel game. And I don't touch them anymore. I mean, my name is Mayo isn't as bad as some of them out there. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking games like the Jumping Fries, where you don't even have to like individually press You can literally hold your button on the controller for two minutes and you've done it. Like. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I, I have unfortunately tainted my, my trophy list with a few of those games in my time, but I literally, I bought them not realizing at the time. And then I was like, oh shit, they're all just going to be like this. Although, do you know what? My name is Mayo 3 did actually take me a good hour. (laughs) (laughs) I'm, I'm not sorry about that. (laughs) 
that is that is a game it is kind of the basic and you just click on the mayo but the end you have to guide the mayo through like a forest trail and that takes so fucking so slow so yeah but i i won't do any games like that anymore if i do i do obviously do some shorter games to break up like obviously you don't just want to do 40 plus hour triple a games all the time like that kind of wears you down so like I just did uh, Deliver Us Mars on PS4 and PS5, and that's probably like about an eight-hour game. The Suicide of Rachel Foster as well I just played, and that took me about three hours. But that was a fun, interesting game. So I don't mind shorter games that actually have substance to them. Um, Fair yeah. I Looking at my trophy list, most of my Platinums, or like half of them, are just Telltale games, which... As long as you beat the game, there you go. You get a platinum. <laughs> yeah. so. You just get it for completing the trophies, yeah, yeah. like uh, the chapters or whatever, In certainly in the early Walking Dead ones. Yeah. I think it was just literally chapter one, two, three. The later uh, Walking Dead seasons in the Telltale series, they did actually put a couple of challenge ones in there. Mm. So you had to, like, I think it was season four, the final season, whatever it was, you had to kind of get the rabbits, like hunt the rabbits and you got had to get both of them or something like that so they did kind of make it a little bit more challenging <laughs> in some points but again i don't mind those being easy ones mm. you, well you're playing for the story rather than the trophies yeah so. yeah i would say so with telltale and um, yeah I was Carry on, Adrian. Oh, sorry. I was going to say it's similar with the Dark Pictures anthology. Really, they're short games, but then because your decisions outcome, they affect the outcome of the ending. So you can actually play through them a good few times, even if the trophies are a bit easy. It's fun to go back and replay the game. Mm. That's like it's uh yeah. Looking at like I said, I'm looking through my trophy list, and I'm just like the amount of games that I. Uh, I need to uh, get a lot more trophies on. Uh, is quite alarming. <laughs> yeah, I've got quite a lot because I went for a phase a few months ago, as no, I, I mentioned on the podcast, where I wanted to go through and platinum a lot of games, like in particular Dark Cloud, Dark Chronicle, each one over 100 hours each. Dark Cloud is amazing. I love the Dark Cloud. Oh. I'm, f- I'm so thankful I found another kindred spirit for this. Um, <laughs> what's right, but I do have one major gripe with a lot of trophies. Like, what's your thoughts on trophies, which basically you have to play online and do multiplayer for, even though the whole base of the game you can get away with doing so like yeah this is funny enough because i did kind of write down a few pointers for this evening and that was one of the things like (laughs) like like spanky said earlier i especially until i started my page i was a solo gamer i didn't have friends on psn i didn't play games with anybody and games specifically designed for couch co-op things like a way out or it takes two um you know they're designed for co-op so you're prepared to sit down you've got to play that with somebody but Games like Dying Light or even Dead Island that we started last night, you've kind of got your thing and like you can do it all yourself. And it's like play with 10 other players for at least 15 minutes. And I'm like, I don't even have 10 friends. (laughs) Where am I going to find 10 players to do a trophy with? So I think trophies like that, particularly as well, kind of older games now where they start taking down a lot of the servers. Mm, Yes. And deactivate them. Um, so then you kind of just in this thing that you're never going to be able to get the platinum trophy for the game. I think that just kind of ruins ruins it for the players yeah. a little bit. Um, yeah, Cause I, I'm one, not I'm not a fan of those. Mm. <laughs> yeah, cause I've got a lot of trophies which I'm stuck. Like I'm looking at you, Yu-Gi-Oh. Like I have to play ranked games online. I'm just like I know that at some point that server is going to get deactivated. Yeah, I, I just refuse to play online because you know people are assholes. 
yeah, that's the thing. You do find a lot of arseholes online. Brandon, um, you've got to believe in the heart of the cards. That's what you got to do. Yeah, but I'm not going to believe in the heart of the cards when people are just like, obviously raised cheating because they've got nothing better to do. Or, they just, or you just can't find anyone within your bracket or whatever. It's like, I, had a, I had a good Yu-Gi-Oh meme. If, I, if I'd known you were going to mention Yu-Gi-Oh, <laughs> I would have sent that to you. I would have saved it yesterday and sent it to you. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, it's so literally... Just, it's literally the King of Queens meme that's been going around with him with the Yugi, Yugi Moto hair. That's all it is. I think I might have seen that one, actually. Yeah, I have actually seen it, yes. It's like when you don't believe in the heart of the card, it's just him with the Yugi yeah. Moto hair. <laughs> I'm going for my trophy list, right? And there's two things that irritate me about it aesthetically. One, some of the games, even though I've got 100% of the trophies on them, there's no platinum for them. Mm. Looking at you, I hate those games. games. I've played Sonic Mania to death, and I don't get a trophy for it. Yeah, there are still a lot out there where you just 100 percent them, and there's not platinum. Yeah, it's irritating. I feel like I, I should um, want. Oh well. I've got the other I, thing is, go on. Oh no, it's just like um, another game like What Remains of Edith Finch. I've got 100 percent on that, but no platinum. The weird yeah. thing is, the PS5 version for that game did. The PS4 didn't, but PS5 has a platinum. So it's like, just give me one on the four version as well. Oh. <laughs> like, come on. I, I, I guess I must go for another fields trip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the other thing is, you know, you get platinum and you do it all and it's got a nice thick 100% completion. Oh, like, yeah, love that. And then there's like some DLC to, that you don't care about and it lowers your percentage. So you, I'm really irritated. Uh, yeah. Like it's like, oh, I've, I've done Spider Man. I've got the platinum trophy on that. And now it's saying, oh, I've only done like 60% of the game. Yeah. Like, Fuck you. I've done it. It's like what, you know? like what I mentioned earlier with Final Fantasy 15. I've got the platinum, but it's like 47%. <laughs> this is yeah. what. There's actually a clip of me from my Twitch stream. I I did the platinum for Crash Three on stream, and I actually sat there when it's done. Fuck the DLC. I'm not doing that. I'm just deleting it off my hard drive. <laughs> so I think that sat at around eighty something percent for the DLC. Wait, Crash Three has DLC. Yeah, it was. So Crash One had um. I know Crash One ascent, and Crash Three as well did. I'm just wondering. Oh God, I did it. A little while ago, but yeah, I just literally sat there when I ain't doing this, I ain't touching it. The base game's done, <laughs> so let me find it. Oh, um, yes, I'm at 94%. So, Crash 2 didn't have DLC, but Crash 3 did, and it's called Future Tense. Uh, I remember that now, yep, yep, yeah. Yep. So, you've, you've got to do that, and I just went, No, no, it's going in the bin, <laughs> I'm never touching this again. It's like, um, you mentioned like online i uh well this is on on the xbox i've got uh well, i've sold it now but when i had it i had um naruto ultimate ninja storm 2 and i got all the tro all the all the, the all the achievements except one online one it was so annoying and I, I, as much as i was kind of pretty good at that fighting game uh i could not do the online because uh pe- people are people are too good online People are assholes. They they, are. they they could they could easily counter my Rassen Shuriken from by Sage Mode Naruto, so <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't do it. But I had everything else. So I remember playing Saints Row back in the day, I think it was Saints Row three. And I never did online gaming. I was pretty sure I turned it off. 
and all of a sudden I had someone just running me over in the street and I was like what the hell like who is this person how have they ended up in my game and that just put me off playing Saints Row 3 altogether I was like god because I could have sworn I had my settings to private but somehow this arsehole was still in my game just running over me back and forth <laughs> I was like right oh. okay alright but I must admit actually because like in the last 18 months kind of growing the community it has meant that i've been able to get some people together so if there are online trophies or multiplayer trophies i've kind of helped find people i've helped people out people have helped me out um or we've brought people together so that they can get the online or co-op trophies done (laughs) so yeah andy and i did that uh, Man of Medan, mm-hmm. uh, which was the first game in the Dark Pictures anthology, and it is the only game to expect you to do shared story, which is mm-hmm. online co-op. And I was like, well, I'm never going to get that then. But meeting people, and I was like, right, let's just do it, and we'll just do a run where we kill everybody, so it's as short as possible, <laughs> and just smash it out. Mm. And same with Dying Light, we helped each other with Dying Light 1, so there's a lot of co-op trophies in that. Dying Light 2, I cheesed by, I just literally jumped into a random stranger's game. <laughs> I became that person that I hated, and I just joined someone's game, and uh, all I had to do was kill 100 zombies, so I just jumped in there and just went on my merry way, left them to their questing. <laughs> Standard. Uh, have you played Near Automata? I haven't. Okay, well, the uh, reason why I'm bringing it up is it's quite an, it has a quite an interesting trophy mechanic. Um once you've beaten, or once you get to like the end of the third playthrough, effectively you can buy all the you can in in the game you can buy all the trophies you haven't unlocked. Wow, what? <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, it's a real thing. Oh my god, that's insane! So, so you could just like cheese it to the end, so, and then just be like, "Yeah, I'll buy everything." So base, so I've got the platinum. And I have actually done it all, but before before I had actually done it all, I actually cheesed it and got and bought the last trophy or two in the game before I I actually did them because I was like, oh, I don't know if I can be asked to do it. And then I actually did it and I was like, I don't know why I bought them. I didn't even need to because I've actually <laughs> done them. I think it was like the one, I think the one I remember buying was you had to find like these artifacts, and I was a bit yeah. like, I can't can't be asked. I'm just gonna buy it. Cause it, and I think that was the only one, but but I have actually done it all. Like I have on my, if I upload my save data. I have actually done all the stuff to get all the trophies normally. But uh, I have to admit, I did buy one of the trophies, and I kind of regret buying it because I didn't need to, because I actually did it anyway. I've um I've got a pretty sad story. Actually, <laughs> it's just reminded me. Bring um, up the violins, boys. <laughs> so i actually did the platinum trophy for fall guys that was actually quite a difficult one to do i was sat for ages on a trophy which was win five episodes in a row okay. but there was one one trophy on that game that was notably bugged and that was to perform an emote before crossing the finish line first so i'd i'd was at the front of the race and i had really big margin because i was like i swear i've done it but look i've got all this time no one's even near me and so I did the emote in full, then crossed the line, and the trophy didn't pop. And I looked it up, and it's like a known bug. So I contacted the support team for full Guys. Oh, dear. With the clippers me doing it. And within an hour, the trophy just suddenly popped on my PlayStation. Like, we've sorted it for you. 
<laughs> that was the saddest thing I have ever done for a trophy. <laughs> I literally complained to dev support to get it unlocked. So yeah, that that was probably one of my not my finest moment, but. <laughs> Because I've been slowly trying to get uh, the platinum for the original for Dark Souls Remastered, but I think the only one I'm going to struggle with is the acquire all rare weapons because mm. you've got to do three playthroughs to do it. Well, no, That's no, you gotta, no, you got to do two and a half playthroughs on on with what on the same character. Yeah, it's not too bad. Well, no, it can it's it can be done, but it depends how good good you are at the game. <laughs> it's like um, for me for my Elden Ring Platinum. I just did the same character for all three playthroughs. Well, we, we all three of us know that uh, I'm the worst uh, player of Soulsborne out of the three of us. So you know, I do I do struggle on the Souls games more than you and Chris, Brandon. Oh, you just you just reminded me when you said about Soulsborne. I'm really tempted now to try. Wait, because Sekiro is a completely offline game. I could try to platinum that, but I may go bold and grey at the same time. <laughs> If I've still got hair after Crash 4, I think you'll be okay. <laughs> well, oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> Sekiro's a rough hard. one. Yeah, it's fucking difficult. Well, I never I never actually beat it. I think I couldn't beat the last boss. Yeah, I couldn't do it. I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't even beaten it. Is it Genitro? He's technically like the second boss. I've done three separate playthroughs and got to the final boss every time. I think the worst one is to beat all the mini-bosses. That's awful. On my playthrough of Sekiro, I've only beaten the first boss. That's how hard it is. I love, mm-hmm. I love the aesthetic. I love like, I love everything about it. I'm, I, I just, I think it, because it's, it's not a like a, a Souls game, like a, like Dark Souls or Elden Ring or Demon Souls or Bloodborne, where you can't level, you can't just brute force leveling. No, I... And that's why I struggle. But I, I love that they took a chance and they did something different and i i know it's just not a game for me but i lo- i love it and i i would love to get further i would love to uh, i would love to have the same attitude i did have with dark souls but i think it's just too much it's just too much and i don't think i ever will yeah there's not much you can do if you like come up against a brick wall because like Sekiro is not all that open and when, once you've done everything you can there's no way you can upgrade yourself it's just like yeah i just have to be good at the game <laughs> it's like there's no way i can level myself up like you can change your loadout and you think oh maybe this is not working i can try this instead but then get on with it all that well i mean I, I like the game enough to play it through three fucking times but still never beat the damn thing <laughs> you're mentioning about um getting players online to do trophies i actually need someone to help me with that uh rare weapons for dark souls because see i can't get behind see to get the moonlight greatsword <laughs> and you know <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a poo-poo, I can't do it. Well, I'll tell you what, I need to, I've got the Dark Souls trilogy to start. <laughs> there we go. I'll, there you go, you've got your soft partner. I'll, I'll distract him while you run behind and grab the sword. There you go. <laughs> it's the only game I've not got, sorry. I was going to say, is, is the Dark Souls trilogy, like the, the version you've got, is that separate to the, the regular Dark Souls? Is that not the same trophy list? Oh. It's, cause it's Dark Souls Remastered, Dark Souls 2, Dark Souls 3. Yeah, it'll be the so same it should thing. So it should be the same. It'll be the same thing. Yeah, because obviously there's like several like several versions. Dark yeah. Souls Two, there's like uh, God of the First Edition. Like, you see what I mean? Yeah, because yeah. no, Dark Souls Two and Dark Souls God of the First Sin are two separate games. Yeah, that's what's weird. Because you think of like, oh, when I like think of Souls games, I go right. You got Demon Souls, Dark Souls One. 
Dark Souls 2. Dark Souls 2 scored the first sin. Because then Dark Souls 3, like, because the enemy placement in Dark Souls 2 and and then Dark Souls 2 scored up the first sin are completely different. Mm -hmm. They are literally two different games. Oh, there's a load of differences. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um... They're all ones that you may not notice at first, but uh, enemy placement's different, item placement's different, the covenants work differently. Mm. Uh, but well it's still the worst Souls game. No, it's not. <laughs> Fucking love Dark Souls. Yeah, I love Dark Souls too. It's, it's I, my favourite one. <laughs> I don't know, I was watching that uh I sent you I sent you to that video earlier and that guy play, trying to beat Dark Souls two at Soul Level One. It basically it made me just go, Yep, this guy's a kindred spirit. He knows that Dark Souls two is the worst of the Souls games. <laughs> Let's wash your mouth out. It's Demon Souls. Nope. Yeah, it is Demon Souls. It's not. Without a doubt. <laughs> They're all great games. I said, I'm like, but one has to be bottom. And I've only Demon Souls. Souls. Demon Souls. <laughs> You're outnumbered here now. I know. I'll always be outnumbered. <laughs> so I. Like, surprisingly, I don't. I don't have a platinum trophy on any of the Dark Souls games because neither do even I. Though, even though, even though I challenge run them and play them again, it's always on like a fresh save file. So, and there's several like tied behind like all oh, get everything in the game, get every prayer in the game, and there's a lot of yeah. You have to do it on like new game plus three because <laughs> you have to mm. you have to get like rings plus one plus two, and then there's like the covenant yeah. things you got to play online. It's like can't be fun with that. <laughs> Too much hassle. Can't be bothered. <laughs> I think this has been the like the nice thing about joining Twitch and doing everything because I probably never would have played games like Dark Souls if I hadn't started doing this. I would have kept my usual games. Well, I, won't I, games like, I won't play games like Paw Patrol, and I've got platinum trophies. <laughs> <in the> fucking... <laughs> They're well, your you know, best. I'm, like, I'm not. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. I went onto the, the, the Google Play Store to download an app, and instantly the, the uh, Paw Patrol mobile game came out, and I was like. Should I taunt Chris or no? no. And then no. I decided not no. to, but now I'm no. like, there's, there's no. a new game you can play while you're on no. your break at work. No. Paw Patrol there's, game. No. There's a brand new game that's just come out on Xbox and PlayStation for the new movie, so there's another one in the future. It's not on Game Pass yet, isn't it? Soon, <laughs> I'm not though. It will soon be. <laughs> it will come one day. <laughs> no, I need to save money for my uh, Halloween costume, which I haven't decided on. Oh, that's a good point. Uh, yeah, that's true. Right. Okay, all right. Uh, it's, it's two questions for you, mm-hmm. okay? I just said, oh, I've got Paw Patrol one, which is like the, the, the trophy I'm, I'm the most shameful about. <laughs> so my, my question to you, well, two questions really, is one, what's the platinum trophy you're most proud of? And secondly, what's the platinum trophy you're least proud of? Which surely yeah. wasn't worth it. Ones that I was uh, ask. Yeah, probably, obviously I've mentioned I had the shovelware games, so which I stupidly bought. So any one of those will be my worst one, hands down. I mean... Am I proud to say I made a burrito jump up and down? No, not in the slightest. <laughs> in our context, that sounds fantastic. <laughs> it does, yeah. <laughs> but no, when you realise, Taco Bell for nothing. <laughs> oh, but yeah, when you when you realise you've paid like one fifty or whatever it was, yeah, like, oh, looks like a cute, fun, cheap little game, and you're like, okay, I just spent one fifty for two minutes, and I you you feel dirty afterwards. <laughs> um, <laughs> pretty much like if you'd eaten the burrito but yeah so any one of those games is probably my worst um one i'm proudest of see i've done so i guess purely for obviously i've said like crash was the hardest one i am proud of those but i think purely for milestone basis it has to be jedi survivor for number 200 that 
game was so beautiful. I loved Fallen Order. I did both Platinums for Fallen Order. And Jedi Survivor just kind of took all those game mechanics that you had in the original game and enhanced it 10 times. They added so much more to it with all the customization, the additional lightsaber stances. Um, the collectibles could be a bit grindy. That was probably my only my only down point yeah. to the game. But save, hitting 200 was such a nice little achievement for me in itself. So yeah, that's probably got to be my best one i'll be planning to get jedi survivor at some point when i and i'll play it play it when i can move away from demon souls on the ps5 <laughs> uh yeah. although i've got Mars morales to play probably first because uh i've got spider-man 2 uh in mm, about that's out in about two weeks yes two, i'm weeks. really looking forward to that that and alan wait too it's going to be a, a bad month for my bank account game oh, it's going to be a bad month for my bank account anyway because it's october and i have my parents' birthdays and then my car insurance, so yay. Mm. Spider Man might need to wait till next month. <laughs> oh no, I got Spider Man 2 because I bought my PS5. When I uh, Spider Man PS5. Oh, nice. That is a bit. I really, even though I've got a PS5, I am kind of, I really want a Spider Man person. <laughs> well, I was like, if I'm getting a, I'm getting a PS5, I may as well go for the Spider Man, the special limited edition Spider Man one. Yeah. My, my mate messaged me, he was like, you paid an extra 100 for the Spider-Man version. I'm like, I didn't pay an extra 100, because I, I, I got the game with it. He's like, all right. <laughs> it's an extra 99.99. <laughs> I only probably, I didn't really pay that much extra. It's probably like, no. I, he was just like, oh, you paid an extra 100 just for a, a different skin. I'm like, not really. Yeah, probably like an extra, what, 30 when you actually think about it, so not really that much in the long term. Did you go? So you went disc version rather than digital. It, the Spider-Man version is only disc disc version. Disc version, yeah. Although I you, know it's yeah, I prefer a disc version. Although you don't get Spider-Man two as a as a disc, you get it as a download. No, <laughs> I hate this now. With oh, but collector's it's, editions, it's, but it's have a steelbook. You don't get a disc. But it's <laughs> like, not out. That's why I've got yeah. I've got the download code sitting by sitting next to, uh, sitting next to my console. I'm just like, give it less, only eighteen more days, then I can <laughs> use this code. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, what was it? Oh, it was God of War Ragnarok, I think it came out, and it was like this really pretty edition. And it's like, yeah, you get this really nice steelbook. You don't get a disc. <laughs> you just get a blank steelbook with nothing inside it but a download code. And that, to me, is like, that pisses oh, me that, off. Oh, what, wait, so the case was just a steelbook with no disc? No disc. What? Yeah. That's and and it was still shit. like £300. Because yeah. the amount of times like... I've had a steel book, so you have the, the normal case and then you have the steel book. Yeah. Yeah, that's a bit bad for God of War. Back, back in my day, <laughs> in Fallout, I think I spent £100 for the Fallout 4 Collector's Edition when that came out. And that, you got the steel book, the physical copy of the game, a Pip Boy that you could actually wear and put your phone in, and it linked with the game, and you got like artwork as well. And that was £100. Chris. Haven't I heard rumours that she also spent quite a bit of money on another Fallout game? <laughs> I don't know what you mean there. Oh, no, that wasn't me. That, was... that wasn't her. That wasn't. <laughs> I, did, I did pre-order the collector's edition of that because it was a Fallout game and nobody knew what to expect at the time and it was a disappointment. But yes, some, somebody in my community did oh. spend $360. Oh, I, I, I thought that was you. I don't realise it was someone else. Um, yeah, un until 
uh, Chris kind of schooled them on microtransactions and ruined the game. Schooled them? I think I gave them a right fucking telling off. <laughs> you literally tore him a new A on your stream about microtransactions. I'm offended by it. It's like, how dare you talk about Fallout 76 in my channel? How dare you? Like, but Chris, it's your favourite game. <laughs> right after Paw Patrol and Goat Simulator. <laughs> He tried to goat simulators. Of, at least goat simulators broken on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That, that tall goat was very interesting. Never seen one of those tall goats before. Uh, oh, what with the flippers and the... No, it was just a giraffe. Just a giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, I admit it did make me laugh a few times. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, how the hell did we get from this? I just asked you about your favourite trophies. How the hell did we you get did. from this? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Back to the joke. Right. She said it was Jedi Survivor, and then we, I mentioned mm-hmm. PS5. That's how it went. Oh, yeah. It. There you uh, go. Let's reel it back. Reel it back. Go on. <laughs> get that fishing what, rod. These favourite trophies to get, um, or, or the most disappointing, and your favourite one you have. Yeah, so most disappointing to say was any shovelware. Any shovelware that I've done is just disappointing. <laughs> Thankfully, there's not many. I think there's about there was about five or ten on my account or something like that. But yeah, definitely best is Jedi Survivor. I tend to go now for games, but obviously I've met a lot of trophy hunters, and they just tend to play anything, and they will do it with a guide from the first playthrough and just go through, so they can just do it in the quickest time possible. Whereas I tend to go for games that I do actually really want to play. So like Jedi Survivor was one I was always going to want to play. and But I didn't want to kind of ruin it for myself with a guide. So I will always just play through a game first off and just enjoy it before I then go and look at the list and be like, right, okay, now I need to go back, clean up all these collectibles and do this silly little challenge or things like that. Are you like the same as we? You look at the trophy list and it's like online achievements or uh, ones of like stupid hoops to jump through, like do it on the hardest difficulty without dying once with no saves. Like, yeah, fuck that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there, there has been games that I've not gone for planning. The Last Guardian was one of those. That is a beautiful game. And it is a really, really nice game. And I did kind of at one point go to do it, but I, I was like, this this is just gonna be one of those games on platinum. <laughs> um same with like the Arkham games. I love the Arkham trilogy, but can I do the combat missions like off the side? Hell no. I can't get like over certain amounts of thousands of points. Because I've, so, I've got on our Arkham Asylum, I think. Because uh, I've got it on my PC on Steam, and I've done all the story achievements, mm. and all the combat ones, on like all the um, like not uh, what they called um, like the the challenges. Yeah, yeah, I haven't done. I can't do them. No, well, I, I, I can do them, but I can't do them to get all the tro- uh, achievements. You've got to get like gold on each single yeah. one, or, so, or a certain amount of bat symbols, whatever it was. And yeah, so, so games like that, I kind of resigned to the fact I'm never going to do them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, if I look at a game, say like Jedi, I will look at it there. Do you know what? I've got to get all 100 pirate shards. It's not going to be fun, but I will do it because I enjoy the game and I would I'm happily do stuff like that. Because I still want to platinum both Nino Cooney games. I got I've beaten both and I've the the platinum for both of them isn't too bad actually. It's just quite grindy and mm. they 
been on the back burner for a while because uh, I think the first one because it's a, the first one's a bit more like a Pokemon game at times. So you got kind of like gotta get loads of monsters and yeah, I think you gotta get 250 monster different monsters. And I just I haven't haven't done that yet. And I think there's some um, what's it? It's like a alchemy kind of thing, and I need loads of materials. So it's just grinding to get those materials, and I just like. I really yeah. can't be asked. I need to put like some either some podcasts or some a TV show and just watch that while I grind. And the second game's a bit similar where I need to. I think I've got there's something called Dreamer Doors. I think that's all I've got left. But the last one, you pretty much need to be max level, and I just can't be asked to grind to max level. <laughs> Sometimes there are just like. I think Dying Light 2, there was one trophy in particular that was a horrible grind and you had to travel 960 kilometers, mm. which it doesn't sound too bad. But then when you look at the size of the map and you think, right, from each side, like one side to the other in a straight line, it's only 1k. <laughs> like at the maximum points, you think, God, right. I literally, I'd done the game and fully and on U Game Plus and I had to then literally leave my controller rubber banded. <laughs> character running around in a circle <laughs> while I was working for home. Some of them are just too, like, collectible-wise. Like, I love Alan Wake. Alan Wake is a fantastic game. But was it fun to pick up 100 coffee thermoses and 100 pages and TV shows and God knows what else? No. <laughs> and I think sometimes they do put too many collectibles in some games because then you do kind of get to the point it's like, I'm fed up with this. <laughs> I don't want to go around and pick up anymore. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm just looking at my Nino Kuni 2. Yeah, I've lit- literally, I've got the the last, yeah, my last trophies are all combat based. Or, well, one's the, doing all the dream doors, and then the other two are just combat based. One's just, one's a bit of RNG where you've got to be awakened. And the problem is, because I'm so overpowered, I kill everything in one shot. So to get the awakened ball, if I'm killing everything in one shot, I'm not going to be awakened. And then the other one is just collecting these balls. And as long as you keep collecting them, there you go. So I, 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 I'm going to try and get back and get that platinum. Because it would be, be nice to have the platinum for that. Because it's not actually that bad. I've only got three or four, including the platinum. So it would be nice to get another one. Yeah, go for it. Maybe, yeah, uh, I don't know. Um, what what's a maybe either a game or a series you won't mind platinum getting the platinum on them or uh, next? What are you eyeing up next? So I'm working through Resi Four, so I'm going through that. Uh, I've got a lot of horror games lined up for October. Obviously, um, one I'm lo- really looking forward to playing is called The Chant. I think that's going to be next on my list. Obviously, as we spoke about, I've got the Dark Souls trilogy. I do. I am determined to try and do those as well. Um, I've got so many on the list. I've got a hundred. I think it was hundred and forty-three. <laughs> I looked at my list the other day. Hmm. Um, this is the problem. I keep buying games, <laughs> and then <laughs> first time. Think, oh god! Yeah, I need to actually kind of get around to playing these at some point. One game I actually am really looking forward to going back and revisiting as well is Horizon West. Mm. Um, I actually, when I bought my PS5, I bought that with Horizon. So it's the PS5 version. And then they put, uh, the, I think they put it on free one month um, with PlayStation Plus. So I was like, I've got to do the full version now. <laughs> I've got to do it. So I am looking forward to going back and playing that again. Um, mm. I, yeah, If there's a double platinum, I will do it. <laughs> mm. Especially if I love the game. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm the same. I'm sure... Uh, all of us, if it's a game we really like, 
We're all, all exactly the same. Yeah, that's why I went for the Dark Cloud, Dark Chronicle. I fell in love with those games during lockdown. I was like, I've got to do it. I I was so glad you said about them. Dark Cloud, I remember getting that on the demo disc with my PS2 when my parents that's bought that. That's actually how I found out about it. Yeah. I lost it until all of a sudden it appeared on the PlayStation Store. I was like, hang on a minute, I know that game. You know that Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio meme where he's pointing at the TV? It's like, ooh! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I literally I played that demo to death so much I could easily do Nolan Village in the before the demo timer ran out in the twenty minutes in the twenty minutes I I got to that point my parents were like it was the same with Klonoa too because that was on the demo disc and I That's just the did the name of the game I've been trying to figure out which one it was I did Jungle Slider so much and my parents were like we'd buy you the games <laughs> um so I've still got my original PS2 copies and. Yeah, so when they put that Dark Cloud on the PSN store, I've got to play it. There was one trophy that irritated me, and that to get a certain type of fish. Um, oh, the, the Marlin Garen. Yeah, that that was the one trophy that kind of sat there for a while. I got um, that surprisingly quick. I think the one that took... Actually, no, the one that really took the piss for me was on... I've said this before on the podcast, and I keep bringing it up. <laughs> Have you played Dark Chronicle, the second I've, game? I've got it on my drive, hard drive to do. Yeah, so one of the trophies is to take a hundred and twenty. I think a hundred photos or hundred and twenty photos and make every and make every single invention. I think in the whole game, the total of a hundred and twenty-one things you can take pictures of. And those things, you, like once you reach a certain point in the game, they won't appear anymore. <laughs> so you have to do it to a point where you can do it. And it's not until the very end of the game you get this feature where you can actually make a new character and go back, and then you can exchange the photos from that character to your new character, almost like a memory memory card. Right. Sort of style activation. So that was fucking useful because I was like 120 hours in and then I got the platinum. I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> I was actually, um, I was really happy because they remastered Klonoa last year. So you can, you can get it on PS4 and PS5 now. So I've done PS5 and I'm working on PS4. <laughs> I did it backwards. That is so tempting. I remember playing like Planoa. Like again, very briefly just during the demo disc, but I remember having a really good time with it. Yeah. They've um they brought it back. I didn't even know that they were planning on doing it. I just suddenly saw it available to order and I was like, oh my god, Klonoa, this is my childhood, I need this. And it was only like twenty five quid or something or thirty five quid when it was coming out. It wasn't a lot at all. So yeah. And I think it, it was my one year anniversary stream at the end of August. And the very first game I did on my stream was Klonoa 2 PS5 version. So I bought the PS4 version to revisit for my <laughs> anniversary stream. I was like, we'll go back to what started it all. <laughs> so I do need to actually finish that. I need to go back and, and try and on. I've just realised a question we've not asked you. We, actually, we might have asked you this and I might have gone brain dead. But what's your first ever Platinum? And do you remember it? My first ever Platinum, funny enough, somebody asked me about this recently. And it was actually the slight cooper trilogy on ps3 i loved the sly cooper games and it was one of the first things i actually got on the psn store back in ps3 days i bought the trilogy so yeah sly cooper one i don't even know how long ago this was to to find (laughs) it because obviously i've played loads of games and i haven't even platinum so and god knows how long ago it was i bought my ps3 oh there we go I don't know about my uh, first like full like game gamer score on Xbox, but I know my first platinum trophy was uh, Wolfenstein in the Water. Nice. And then followed up followed up with uh, Bloodborne. Oh, there you go. Two of my uh, most proudest ones. I'm proud I've got the platinum in Doom as well, like the 2016 one. So yeah, it was in January 2014. That was my wow. first platinum trophy, and it was slow one. <laughs> 
there we go. They were fun games, the Sly Cooper games. Um, I really enjoyed those because that was the, like the raccoon. Um, mm. And what was really nice, have you guys played Ghost of Tsushima? No, but I've seen gameplay of that. Yeah, I played it for a bit. It was actually by the same studio, I believe. <laughs> so there was actually a trophy for Ghost of Tsushima that was a nod to Sly Cooper. And you had to, so where you could get all the headbands and different outfit items for Jin and different dyes, you had to get certain items and dress Jin in those certain items and dye things certain colours so you looked like Sly Cooper. And that oh, wow. was actually a trophy in, in the Ghost Games, which was quite fun. Something you wouldn't know to do unless you looked it up. But yeah, I thought that was a nice little nod to it. So, but yeah, God, that was so, what's that? That's nearly 10 years ago. My first platinum. Crazy. What about? Did you get any of the? Um, were there any games like the Xbox where you got all the one thousand gamers score for back in the day? I I never had Xbox. We we grew up on PlayStation. <laughs> so and to be honest with you, I think because it was actually my uncle who bought us the PS One when I was about six or seven, and I don't think if he hadn't bought us that, I probably wouldn't have got into gaming. So well, certainly at a young age, my parent. The very first game my parents bought me was Rugrats: Search for Reptar. Which, oh yeah one. it's such a good game but, but, but they bought it for me so it was easy and i could feel included right the last time i played that game was just before i turned 13 i remember i was playing it and i remember my brother walked in he was like he went you, you're you're about to become a teenager and you're playing this game and i was like yeah so it was a fantastic game i i actually wish that they would bring it back on the classics they need to bring it back absolutely because i need to do that scary level with the mummies and the pyramid golf and they walk yeah. around with reptar and get shit dead when cynthia starts duplicating in the basement i never did yeah. the one where you have to find cynthia with uh i'm in the sewer the, the sewer one i, I was it what's the spike is that a dog like the dog yeah he had to go through that That's the one I can never uh, do. Do you know what level really scared me as a kid on that game? I, I said I mentioned something about this ages ago on the podcast, but go on. <laughs> it was the level at night where you have to get to the fridge and open uh, the fridge door. <laughs> I, I mentioned <laughs> when it was just going. You have the little ghosts. <laughs> I, I mentioned just going in, into the pyramid when you f- and then you find the mummy, which is scary. Oh yeah, enough. that was scary. And actually, the basement level where you had the toys suddenly yes. went kind of evil and you had yes. to like file through them. That was when you were a toddler. That's like, oh my god. All, all the um the, the monkey, and then I remember in the cartoon you get sent. Oh you get yeah. Sent, uh, you get sent through time. Suddenly, time travel exists in Rugrats. <laughs> like, oh, that no. And you had the backyard circus level. That was great fun. Oh yeah. I, I, PlayStation. Please put it on classics. I, I can just <laughs> see yeah, that. Go on, Brandon. I was going to say, I think if they bring back a ton of these classics, I will one million percent try to platinum. Yeah. They, if they if they brought trophies with them. Yeah. Ape Escape. They did so, and they were. I loved Ape Escape. I did that platinum on PS4 and PS5. <laughs> yeah. I'm eyeing up Digimon World 1, You Go Forbidden Memories, Rogue Rats, all, right, all of you... those, bring them to me. Shut up. I'm surprised you don't go, well, I'm not the one with an anime attached. I'm like, well, touche, there you go. Well, I've got my name in Japanese on me, so I have full-on Nihongo on me. All right, all right, chicken fried rice. <laughs> <laughs> Number 42, special channel name. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to talk about? Yeah, you still haven't asked my, answered my question. I've asked twice. What's I that? Answer it. 
Not, not said, you, Adrian. You, you've answered. Oh. Yeah. Brandon, what trophies <laughs> oh. are you most proud of and which uh, ones are you not oh. proud of? Answer I don't really know. I thought, I thought, I thought it was sorry, just, my, because, because I'm listening to on my on my phone and they, every now and then I get like a minor cut out. I couldn't, I couldn't quite actually tell you if you're still trying to get the answer out of Adrian or me. I thought it was directed just to Adrian, not all of us. I thought it was as well. No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, for me, well, if I had, if my dog didn't chew through the Ethernet, I'd be able to tell you that. Um, but I think off the top of my head, oh, what platinum am I most proud of? I'm, I'm very proud of the Dark Chronicle one. But at the same time, I think some of the most rewarding platinums I've had are the subnautical ones. I think for me, I, uh, the problem is, I would say the, the game that I've got like all the trophies for, but I don't have a platinum, is like one of the ones that I think I'm like most shameful, which is one of the Kingdom hearts games where it's just a fucking cutscene that's it <laughs> but then you don't get a platinum for watching it all so if we're actually going for a platinum it'd probably be one of the telltale games maybe just because it's an easy platinum that's what i'm probably oh, most God, shameful yeah. for but you know because i bought a whole load of them just because the platinum was easy i know exactly which one you're on about because it's like part of the kingdom hearts collection and i clicked on it as well and I was thinking, this is taking an awfully long time. When do we get to play the fucking game? And I looked it up because it was still going after like half an hour. It's like, no, it's because you're like a 90 minute film. You don't do anything. It's just cutscenes. It's like, yeah. Fuck, what's oh. that? <laughs> um, favorite platinum? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I, I would say, like, the problem is, if we're going by platinum, I'd probably say Nier Automata, maybe, just because I really like that game. But I would say a game that I've like. And you bought it? Technically, yes, but I have actually done it. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> pay to win trophies. It was a pay, it was literally pay to win. Um, is this an but, EA game by any chance? No. Uh, <laughs> EA, don't listen here. Fucking Square Enix, ain't Again, it? Don't get any ideas. Okay, but, uh, we'll see. It's nice. Uh, like I think game there's a I would say there's more Xbox games where I've got all the gamers score that I'm more proud of there are over games I've got plat uh, platinums like I I want to do it again but I've got all the gamers score for Borderlands 2 and I was really happy for doing that the original Resident Evil 4 get I, I think that is the game I'm most proud of getting all the gamers score for is the original Resident Evil 4. I remember doing it on the hardest difficulty. Took me ages. I remember yeah, beating snap. it was such an achievement for me. Um, so I would say that's like if I had obviously I have it on my Xbox, but if I played it on P uh, PS3 or PS4 and got that platinum, that would probably be my favorite, my most proud platinum. But sadly, it's that's the my most that's my most proud achievement on my Xbox getting full game score for Resi 4 original yeah uh oddly enough for both like the uh xbox version of uh resi 4 and the uh the ps5 remake the last trophies i've got in both versions are for like doing the shooting gallery like getting all the bottle caps mm. and then again in the remake they're the very last ones i unlocked <laughs> like clearly that's my least favorite part of the game yeah <laughs> they're a bit harder in remake as well yeah i don't think they're too bad i think it pops no, up not, not... easy it, it, Mm. It's just like getting getting around it mentally. It's like, oh, it's going to take ages and I'm going to yeah. suck at it. But it wasn't that bad. It's like, once you memorize it, in fact, some of them I like did first try, surprisingly. Got to memorize I just, I just thought it was going to be a lot harder than it actually was. Yeah. What about what are, you, what are yours, Chris? Your, your favorite and your least favorite? What are you most I'm proud quite, of? I'm quite proud. I've got like both like Doom and Bloodborne and 
uh, Elden Ring as well. So I've got a few that I'm generally happy with, like Resi 4. But yeah, uh, Paw Patrol is by far the least favourite <laughs> one. <though. laughs> uh, I'm sure that's your one you're most proud of, actually. Uh, but, uh, although, um, I, I like rubbing this one. I, it may have changed things it now. Um, but Adrian remember the, uh, said her friend Andy earlier. I was like, oh yeah, Andy, that's, that's the one that struggled with uh, the Wolfenstein trophy. It's like, I've got it. <laughs> who, who couldn't? He had the game just wouldn't pop a certain trophy on Wolfenstein 2, so gave up. I I do actually mock him, though, because he admitted that it was actually his missus who did the Platinum Trophy on Final Fantasy X for him. Oh. And I was like, well, it wasn't really you then, was it? <laughs> so I think his missus has done some. Mm. He's, he When he challenged me to do Crash 1 for Platinum 100, uh, he said, if you do it, I'll do it. I was like, okay, then. So I did it. And he kept kind of making comments when I was doing two and three. I was like, right, it's time for you to put your money where your mouth is, all right? You keep making comments about gameplay, do it, you haven't. So you can't do Wolfenstein 2, do Crash 1 instead for your Platinum 200. He gave up after three levels. Oh, God. He was like, he's like, I can't do it. I, just can't, I don't know how you did it, but I just can't do it. And he deleted it after about 15 minutes. And then I think his missus started playing it. So, yeah, I do, I do with Andy for that one quite a bit. <laughs> all right well one one last one then one last question because um it, it's burning in the back of my brain like is there one game that sticks out like a sore thumb in your mind because you got so close to finishing it but it's just like one thing you didn't get like one achievement because the yeah. one that springs in my brain is uh the the original version of uh dead space 2 i've got every single thing in that apart from beating it on zealot mode and it drives me nuts i still haven't done it and i'm never gonna do it jack and daxter 2 i did didn't even have to think jack too i have one trophy left on that i'll go back and play it um, is it just a bullshit one is it? it was so you had to get all of the orbs there's 256 in the game i think it is mm. and you get certain ones just throughout the levels and i think the in the last level you can miss them if you go and do that and don't pick them up because you then can't get back into the area so I already had that faux pas in my first playthrough. So I did another playthrough, made sure I got them all. And then there's challenges around the map that you have to do to get the rest. And then they're doable. They're not easy, but they're doable. And I was going through and I logged on one day and I was like, I swear I had more orbs than this. But I've done all the, no, all the achievements I've did around the map, they're done. And I got to just over 200 and I was up and I was like, doesn't add up to 256, I swear. The next time I logged back onto the game, my all count was down to 190 something and I was like, Ooh. hit 201. And I looked and I added it up and I only had enough to get to hit 230 something. And I looked it up and there was a known glitch between the orbs and the auto save feature on the game. So the, the ones in the level were fine, picked up in the levels, um, not a problem. It was all the ones from the challenges. But the challenges were then marked as complete. So I couldn't even go back and get them. And I'd already replayed through the game once <laughs> to kind of get the ones I missed. And I was like, and then it, it bugged out. And I was just like, I can't, I can't do this again. So the game is still sat there on my hard drive waiting for me to go back one day and replay it. Just so I can finish getting 256 orbs. <laughs> and it's just, yeah. One one day, but not right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, same question to Dan and Brandon. Mm. 
I think, well, I kind of mentioned it before. I kind of want to get both Nino Cooney games. I want to get the platinums on them, and I would like, I would like to try and get the platinum for Dark Souls One because it's my favourite from software game. So it'd be nice to get that platinum. I think the one that's bugging me the absolute most is the Yu-Gi-Oh one, <coughs> just because that you have to play it online, and I'm just so stubborn to to do it that I'm just <laughs> refusing to do so. But one of the most annoying platinums I've, I've mentioned it recently is because I started playing Forager and it came on the PS Plus with the DLC edition, the nuclear edition. But because it's got the DLC on it, it's bugged you out of one of the trophies so you can't get it, which means you can't get the platinum. Because even though you get all of the trophies in the base game, for some reason it's considering the DLC ones. No, sorry, the DLC is actually preventing you from getting the base game one. Oh. So say, for example, in the base game, you've got seven tiers of power-ups, but with the DLC, it makes it ten tiers. So you, for when you get the DLC, you now have to get to the tier 10 to be able to get the platinum. But because you do that, it's not triggering what you get for the trophy when you pass tier 7. So I'm just completely bugged out of it, so I can't get the platinum for Forager. I've got every trophy except that, and it, they're just not fixing um, it. See, that bugs me as well, when it's a known issue and devs don't fix it. Mm, it's been an issue for years, because I even went online to try and figure it out. There's posts from like two years ago saying, oh yeah, it's just not working. <laughs> Callisto Protocol, I remember. <laughs> the day that came out, people were cheesing doing it on maximum security difficulty. They were just playing it on easy all the way, slipping to maximum after the final boss and finishing it and getting the trophy. <laughs> and devs found out that and instantly just stopped anybody from earning the trophy. I hadn't heard about that. So I honestly did a run all the way through on maximum security. And you didn't even have New Game Plus when it first came out. They introduced that in a, cu a couple of months afterwards. And I got to the end, I was like, why is it not popped? And then I looked it up and I was like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> so then, then they did the major patch, fixed it all, brought out New Game Plus. But I was like, right, well, I've got my maximum security save. So I reloaded it, just run to the end and it should, no. But I had to do it on maximum security all over again. So yeah, that was uh, not fun. <laughs> but at least they fix that one ones like that that they've known are a problem for years and they just sit on it and don't do anything about it mm. when they when they know achievement hunting is quite a big thing in the gaming community nowadays mm. yeah that's another mark against like buying a game like as soon as it comes out and like playing full whack for something like sometimes it's just better to like, wait give, it, give it a week give it a month like wait till it's you know they've released it but let's give it a month until it's like you know they've actually finished it yeah dying <laughs> light 2 was so bugged when that came out so bugged you can the twi the trophy for doing all the windmills didn't pop some people had it pop if they joined somebody else's game or if they started another one a lot of people didn't and there was just so much wrong with it um took them ages to fix it. and when they finally brought out a fix i think the file was about 30 gigabytes <laughs> that's, that's how bad it was um and i stupidly did that twice because there was no auto pop so i did it on four and then five and it took 150 hours on each Fucking hell. 300 hours of my life on Dying Light 2. <laughs> You're not going to get back? No. And I got a shiny trophy for it. Okay, it's worth it. <laughs> so which, what would you say is the longest pattern? The one that has literally taken you so long, like, and then the moment you get it, you're like, ah, not worth it. <laughs> Probably Dying Light 2, funnily enough. I say that, that walking trophy of 950 kilometres, that was just awful. When the map, areas are so small in a game just to do that and so i put 80 hours into it so to leave it for 70 hours rubber banded just for it to pop was disgusting 
And I was so fed up by the end of it. I was like, oh, no, no, yeah. I look forward yeah. to a reaction for Dark Chronicle then. I look forward to that. <laughs> With all those photos. Yep, yeah, get I, those photos. You will need a you will need a wiki to figure some of those out. Yeah. I think what was oh, was it Mad Mad no, not Madison. What was the other one? Martha is dead. Martha is dead as well was a bit. That was another one you had to take photos. But instead of just taking the photos, you then had to go to a dark room and develop the photos yourself in the game. And it was a really long-winded development process. And to do one of them, you had to go and take a photo and see a ghostly figure in the background. Go and develop it. Find the next clue to where the next location was. Go and photo there. Come back. And it was just this back and forth of taking photos and developing them in a dark room. I'm, I'm fucking sick of this. <laughs> it's horrible. Turn me off games with cameras for a little while. So I just, you just went to all the golf stages, all the fishing stages, and, you know, those old Japanese games, and then you'll realise the true meaning of pain. <laughs> I, avoid, I avoid fishing games. I've played, I think, one fishing game in my life. Oh, don't you worry. There's, there's more fishing in a lot of the ones I've just mentioned. <laughs> and golf. <laughs> oh, so many bullshit trophies, really are. Mm. I think one of the weirdest ones I ever did was Assassin's Creed Origin. And one of the trophies you had to lead a line to a because you could tame lions in the game. So I had to tame a lion and I walked it for God knows how many bloody miles across the map just to eventually find a crocodile. Shit like that. <laughs> You're like, why are you making me do this? I'll do it, but I'm not happy about it. Oh yeah, have you got any final words, anyone? <laughs> um, there we are. <laughs> no. uh, I guess uh, I've got nothing else. Um... You know how it is. Uh, follow us on social media. Uh, follow Adrian. I'll get there in a sec. Uh, Facebook, yeah, Instagram, Twitter, or X, whatever you want to fucking call it. Um, <laughs> it's Twitter. It always has been and it always will be. I, I agree. Um, <laughs> you know, listen to us on all the podcast streaming, whatever. You know where we are. Uh, and you'll hear us soon. Uh, Adrian, thank you so much for uh being here no. oh, thank you yes, so much for having me blast. thank you it's really good to be on air i really appreciate it uh, yeah it's actually nice for, uh, to have a conversation instead of just me typing words in your stream <laughs> <laughs> that's the weird thing with like stream chat you, you don't actually get to talk to people physically you know i didn't realize until uh, a couple of streams back that you made me a community vip and i was like oh I've never felt more proud. Yeah, yeah. I always like to to give VIP badges to to people who deserve them. I yeah. deserve them. Yeah, uh, I was. Yeah, just, I was. I was. I think I just went on. I was like, wait, I've got a different thing. What's? I've never seen that before. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this has never happened to me before. Oh, a little pink diamond. Yeah. <laughs> yes, uh, I'm sure. Well, your links will be in the description, but of the episode but where can people find you so uh i'm mainly on twitch and instagram i do have other socials but i'm terrible at updating those <laughs> so mainly just instagram yeah nice twitch um the other thing i'm a bit really shameful to do this it's fine uh, no, I'm, no, no, i know i'm now, <laughs> I'm now on a show called low res um on youtube so that is the other way place you can find me yeah embarrassing myself on a comedy panel show no, no, it's all good fun. But, <laughs> it's, uh, like I said, it's been f- great having you. Ah, uh, thank you so much, guys. It's been great fun. Pleasure, absolute pleasure. Chris, say something funny. Something funny. Wizzle was <laughs> hilarious. Wizzle was. <laughs> 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 <sighs>
I didn't do it. <laughs> Sometimes I'm right, that, 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 that's, that's mine and Adrian's uh, mandatory Simpsons references done for the uh, day. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there you go. Thank you for all, everyone for listening, and uh, you'll hear us soon. Uh, take it away, Chris. Well, we're taking it. Bye. To the to the Paradise City. Well, the girls are pretty. Well, the grass is green and grovy. <laughs> oh, Adrian must be there. There you go. Bye. <laughs> I want you.